Welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Pugmire one-shot, so make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. To briefly recap, Katie, Brandon, Andrew and Jacob are playing Charles, Benji, Kona, and Posh Allen, respectively, a group of pioneers known as the Paw Patrol. After returning from their first ever mission of mapping the mountains north of Pugmire, they were asked by Duke Henrik Doberman to investigate some worrying reports of bandit activity happening near the Doberman mines, specifically around the small mining village of Ellendonk. As the Paw Patrol gets closer to their goal in uncovering what activity has been happening, they start to realise that all is not what it seems, and that the Duke may have had a secret agenda. Remember, whenever a character performs an ability check, an attack roll or a saving throw, they must roll a 20-sided die known as an E20. They then add any relevant modifiers or bonuses from their character sheet to the result and see if they can beat an unknown difficulty class or DC which has been set by the Games Master. There are two big things that set Pugmire apart from the other D20 systems. One is the Fortune Bowl, and the other is the Order of Initiative. Fortune is a measure of enthusiasm, inspiration, and teamwork. As characters overcome obstacles or play to their character traits or flaws, they build up fortune in their Fortune Bowl. When things get tough, the players can use a token of fortune to push the odds in their favour, and re-roll any die and take the higher result. There are other uses for fortune besides re-rolling a die. These include casting a spell without a spell slot or interrupting combat initiative to take a turn. That leads us quite nicely onto the order of initiative when it comes to combat. Once initiative has been rolled and the character first in the round finishes their turn, they get to decide which character goes next in combat. Once that character has finished their turn, They then get to choose the next person, and so on and so forth, until every player and enemy has had a go. Once the last character or enemy has gone in a round, they get to pick who goes first in the next round. This could also include choosing themselves to go again. Note that both players and the Games Master can interrupt this order and take their turns by using fortune tokens, by either removing or adding to the fortune pool respectively. Finally, just a note for this one-shot, we actually did have a cat adventurer and implemented some of the fortune rules from the Monarchies of Mao. But these rules are only slightly different from the core rules set for Pugmire, so there's no need to mention them here. I don't want to get too bogged down in how to play Pugmire, as I couldn't do it justice in the time we have. However, if you want to find out more, check out the official Pugmire website. That's www.realmsofpugmire.com. There's a whole bunch of handbooks and guides and adventure modules and scenarios available to buy and download there. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. And with all that out of the way, let's get back to Pugmire. I guess. So you sort of come out of the buildings, not really 
finding anything of use and you sort of go in and then maybe another five ten minutes later you sort of hit the edge of the town and the first building on the road leading into the town looks like to be a large blacksmith's and you notice this because there's like a big anvil sign over the top of it and an open wall which opens the air but as you sort of go towards it you can't hear the sounds of the anvil like there is no fire there is no smoke. There is no silence at all. That makes sense. You know, you got the economic turndown. They were probably told to stay at home, you know, in social distance. <laughs> like, it makes sense. Yeah, but we saw their homes, and their homes were empty. We saw one home, but that person could be an essential worker and had to go into work. And as you get closer, you can you actually all see this, that the roof of this building has completely collapsed in. And if, what, if someone was to go into the blacksmith itself, you can see that all that remains of the tools that are there is that just a rusty anvil and a large, cold forge. Hmm. Well, this is strange. We don't get any, um, like, sense of cats or rodents or... Like, no tracks or anything like that? Yeah. Make a wisdom check if you've got survive. I'll let you use that as well. I'll, I'll use search to look for true clues or hidden items or something. Cool. All right, you do that. 18. Kona, you sort of go in, and as you sort of go you sort of start searching around, like, around the forge and stuff, and actually what you do find is a very battered set of leather armour in the wreckage, and you sort of, you know, you're taking your time, because obviously with the roof uh, caved in and stuff, you pull it out, and you all see this armour. It bears the house crest of the Doberman, and you, you recognise it because it's very like the armour that was worn by the guards back at the manor. Mm -hmm. Is it usable? Is it wearable? It's pretty battered, and I think your armor would be well suited to you. But it's up to you. You can keep it if you want. Nah, I'm not going to keep it Doberman. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to keep it. <laughs> no. All right. Because a Doberman is much larger than a cat. Like, you know. I mean, armor can be, it's a leather armor, so it could be to you if you wanted to. But it has the Doberman crest on it. Hey, um, Benji, do you want it? You don't have armor, right? I don't have a proficiency in it. Oh, never mind. I mean, the only good it would be would be trying to like sneak into that castle, and we don't really have a reason Although, to do that. So, could I gain a proficiency in it? So, strays do have aptitudes in uh, light armor. Mm. So you could wear it, light armor. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So you you sort of put it on. Uh, so that'll be eleven plus your dexterity. So as you sort of start making your way into the town, you notice an inn. And on the top of it in is a big bawdy sort of sign. On the sign itself is like um, it's an apple tree with a, like one of those uh, sap taps hammered into it, and it's called the Cider Tap Inn. It's a two-story inn with you think a tavern on the first floor, but again, what strikes you instantly as you pass it is only part, and the inside remain. Like it looks like there's been a massive sort of like not fight or brawl, but it's definitely been some sort of act of violence here with like bits of the uh, tavern falling into disrepair. Hey, let's go check it out. They might have some catnip tea, and I need some. They might have, you know, there might be some stocks or some of it left. Those who want to can make a search or a wizard Follow check. along and search. That's 21. Oh, natural 20, nice. Hey guys, I'm good again. <laughs> okay, and a 12? 21! Heyo! There must be alcohol here still. There must be catnip tea. And you find instantly that there is absolutely nothing left here. The barrels are completely empty. The Even the glasses, you know, like the fancy beer glasses you would get, are gone. There's nothing left here of worth. 
So burn it down? Have a torch. No. No. <laughs> Good lord. It's useless to us. There's nothing here. We don't want to alert anyone that we're <laughs> here. That might be... <laughs> Maybe there's a slight chill in the air. The Paw Patrol doesn't set towns on fire. <laughs> well, not regularly. Let's not. We don't. We don't set towns on fire yet. Let's not. Let's not rule this out in case we. Okay. Let's keep our options open. We don't want to. We don't want to like you know legislate ourselves into a corner here where we can't burn a town down if we need to. I agree with that statement. So the tavern itself is almost like on the edge of a square in Elendonk, and as you sort of peer out after searching through the inn. You can see a couple of other buildings as well. There looks to be a crossway. Um, one of the more structurally sound buildings um, you think is like a general store. There's also some abandoned homes. You can see that instantly their windows have been shattered and blown out. There's also in the distance, you can see a church. What would you like to hey, do? I'm going to go to the store. They might have, they might have tea. I'm going to um, go check out the church. I'll go okay. to the schoolhouse. <laughs> I'm going to follow uh, to the general store. I got a 19 on the general store check. Wait, I got a you... fine T now. I got Wait, a 13 you... on the church. Ha hang on. Wait a second. I got to do one thing at a time. <laughs> Posh Allen. Um, the store is one of the more structurally sound buildings in the town. The and inside, you can see broken furniture and a staircase leading up to the second floor. You can tell that this general store once sold supplies to presumably the mind workers and maybe caravan drivers who took the iron ore back to Pugmire. It, like the rest of the buildings, appears to be long abandoned. You made, what was your check? It was like a 19? 19, yeah. 19. You can tell instantly, compared to the other buildings, that a massive fight happened here on the, on the ground floor. Oh no, they didn't scatter the catnip tea everywhere, did they? There is no items um, that you can find, but you can see that the door was damaged by something or someone being thrown at it, like the way it is. Oh, sorry, I, I am lying. You do find some things. There's some non-perishable supplies under the counter, like a, some rope. All right, well, catnip's non-perishable, so okay, good. Uh, Rucksacks and some, uh, some quills and inkwells, although the ink has long since been evaporated. Um, Rucksack, quills, ink, and catnip tea. What a weird no, combination no, to keep under. No catnip tea. But yeah, so there's that. So who was going up to the church? Sorry. I was. I got a 13. 13, okay. You're going up to this church, and you can see it's mostly intact, although the parts of the roof are sort of rotting out, and one, on one side, as you're coming up around the side of it, you can tell that it, one of the walls has partially collapsed. As you get close to it, you do notice that the front door is ajar, showing a shadowy interior. Uh, yeah, let, let's, let's go through the door. Uh, inside the church, the pews and raised platforms at the front of this are undisturbed. What you see sort of instantly is sort of a shadowy figure in one of the pews. As you, soon as you open the door, there's a loud sort of as the hinge goes on it. It looks up at you and bolts out of the collapsed wall. Shadowy I just saw something bolt away. Yeah. It looked up at you, uh, like it moved, and then ran away from you. Can I chase it on all fours? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to chase it. <laughs> all right, so that's 40 feet of movement. Make a notice check if you've got it. Wisdom. I, I do not have notice. All right, just wisdom then for me. Wisdom. 16. So as you get there, this creature is a little bit faster than you, but you can see it is bolting away from you and going towards what looks like a storehouse. And it sort of gets to the door, looks back at you, and goes away. And make for me just a straight 
and make for me an intelligence check for me. See if you can oh, see no. what it is. <laughs> a two. <laughs> it was so bloody quick. You have no idea what it was, but it was it was big. That's the thing you get. It was about as tall as you and as wide as you. It's pretty big. big. Yeah, and it and it darted through the door and shuts the door behind it into the straw house. Can I just uh, take a look at the perimeter, see if I can deduce if it's still inside, just by uh, around the storehouse. Yeah, see if there's any exits or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you go, uh, make a search check then. <laughs> a six. Wow. You're sort of, you you do a, a good run around. You're quite quick, and you you get around. You didn't see anything. I think the only way in must have been through that door. I'd say for the others as well, you would have seen Kona go up to the church. Probably you were doing your own other thing, apart from maybe Posh Allen, who's in the general. And you just see Kona bolt bolt out and is starting to run around this storehouse. I'll probably come join the Kona. If I was going to go to the schoolhouse, did I see this happen? Uh, yeah, you would have done. Sorry, did you did you okay. say you were going? To, did, did, were you going to the schoolhouse? Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, it's okay. I'll do that. This is all happening at the same time. Okay. So are you are you going in or are you just searching the outside? Um, I'm noticing the outside. Okay. Uh, notice the outside then. I uh, nineteen. Looking at the schoolhouse, it's and you may be peering in through one of the broken windows. It's a floor building, and it seems to be one big single room. And you would recognise this as well, being you know one of the more sort of educated uh, companions of this party. Um, you would recognise it as a sort of a single floor, single building where. Probably younger dogs would receive their education whilst their parents will be off doing their sort of day jobs. And probably would have also acted as a meeting hall or maybe emergency shelter. But the other thing as well, you notice as you sort of walking around the outside is that the doors itself have been smashed in. And also from that role as well, it looks like they were maybe barricaded at one point. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. Like the whole place itself, the whole schoolhouse looks like it once was a barricade, but very poorly so. And it's clearly whatever happened, it didn't work. And as you sort of are figuring this out, you hear Kona and uh, Benji running around the storehouse. Okay, well, I probably see that, and I would go kind of follow after them with the plan of returning back to this when we're all back together. Okay, cool. I'll go back to Posh Allen. Uh, so you're in the general store. There is no catnip tea, um, but there's a few, like like I said, there's like I some rope. There's rope, bag and shovels, some quills. Uh, I know. I probably won't grab anything. Like, if we need something, we can come back and. Well, yeah. If we need something, we can come back and get it. I'll follow after Benji. He's well. I was going to say you can see there's a staircase going up to a second. Oh well, then I'll explore the second floor. You go upstairs and you see a single large room. On the left hand side, you see a stack of old crates that look dusty and broken. And on the right hand side is a small bedroom containing a rotting mattress and a chest. The bed looks dishevelled and is covered in brown stains. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check out that chest. All right, make a, make a wisdom check. Got a 20. So you discover that when you open the chest, there is a, like a couple of um, like maybe bed sheets and some sort of like shirts, perhaps. It's all sort of disarrayed, but underneath it all, you find a what looks to be like a diary, a tattered diary with a sort of almost blood uh, sort of dripping off it. Like, dr- not dripping off it, sorry, but it looks like blood has been spattered onto it. And as you start to read through it, it says that the diary belonged to the owner of the store, one Elijah Dane, who lived in uh, Ellendock his entire life. And as you skip through some of the entries, it talks about Doberman mercenaries telling him he needed to leave his, his store. And when they told him this and said there would be uh, consequences if he didn't, 
he threw them from the store and said they would never they should never return and then on the final entry it says um there's a, like a hasty note in a different hand saying elijah was found murdered in his bedroom above the store the next morning and after that no dog dared question the audience to leave the town and there's no more entries after that interesting i'll stash this in my rucksack okay and i assume you go and join the others you probably you probably look out the window and see what looks like a free dog race around the storehouse uh yeah cool all right so i'll say you all meet back up at this point yeah so i saw a thing in the church don't know what it was but it was about the same size as me and then i chased it to this storehouse and I don't think there's any other exits to the storehouse. I think whatever's in there is still in there. But no idea what it was. Let's make it dead. Yes. All right, you going in? Yeah. I've considered about how we always jump to violence straight away. <laughs> uh, but I don't think I'll be able to stop you. So as you open, whoever it is, I presume Kona would do it, open the door. You see um, these long storage buildings have weathered the best out of all the buildings in the town. They have all their walls and look to be structurally sound. Large doors, enough to fit a loaded wagon, stand uh, sort of, well, now stand open. And you see a long sort of empty interior and there doesn't seem to be any signs of entry or theft. And this sort of, its whole building is about, maybe about 60 feet long. And as you all sort of peer in, there are crates, there are barrels and stuff, but they're all sort of strewn about. There's no sort of to anything. And just from a glance from the door from all four of you, there doesn't seem to be anyone in here. I'm going to search for smells or clues to see where they are. Can I give it a notice check to confirm that I don't notice anyone in here? I, too, would like to make a notice check. Uh, I only got a 12 total. I got, I have an 8. Katie? My notice check, I got an 11. So we really don't notice anyone in here. Yeah, okay, there's nobody in here, guys. And Benji, (laughs) do you want to notice something? No, I'm just going to chew on my antler. Nice. Just, I just want to make sure you're not left out. As you sort of start to go through the the storehouse slowly but surely, making sure there's no. Um, oh, Benji. And then I look up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Benji looks up. Um, as you sort of do a sort of sweep of the whole building, and it's only till you get to to the back third of the room do you see it. Both Charles and Posh Allen see there is a trap door in the floor. Guys, 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 guys! Trap door. And then you def- definitely you looked up and saw it all immediately. Like, duh! I could have told you that. <laughs> well, someone should go in it. I nominate the cat. I think the cat could look, carry reflexes and everything. Yeah, better dark vision. I know. I see just as well as you guys. That's these are the racist stereotypes that we're trying to uh, combat. <laughs> How about we just flip the door open and see what's down there? Benji, can you make for me a uh, a notice or a wisdom check for me, please? Eleven. Uh, you're sort of like standing back a little bit from the others, like back maybe at, at the door itself, and maybe you just suddenly just glance out into the area, and about twenty feet from you is a Doberman who you recognise. They clearly were trying to sneak up and sort of just like see what I you snarl were doing. to alert the uh, rest of the. Okay, yeah, you do that. Uh, you all notice that there is something else outside but you recognize it benji because you've you sort of met them before it's the young boy uh, grolf doberman he sort of quickly shows uh, holds up his hands to show that he's uh, unarmed and he sp- speaks starts speaking very quickly almost as if he's very very nervous and he, i'm sorry i 
I've been following you the last couple of nights, but I need you to hear me out. My father hired you to take care of a problem my family seems to be having, but I don't think that's right. I think there's something wrong with what he's saying. I don't trust it. I just need to know the truth about my family's world, please. I, I won't be a problem. I just I just thought I'd I'd come and, and, and see. Um, can you elaborate a little bit further about how your family has been acting strangely? Well, ever, ever since I came back from, from school for, for, for the holidays, both parents just seemed really off. Like, my dad's been sneaking off to to some meetings, and I, I've tried to follow him to see where he goes, but it, I, it always disappears before I get tired. And he's just been talking about how much he hates cats. And it's really weird. It's got to the point where I'm just, I don't know... I think he's planning something or, he's, or something has happened. It's, I don't know. And Mama, she's just, well, she's just never, never really cared. But she's <laughs> even crueler now. So um, can, can I do sense motive just to make sure he's not. Yes. Full, go for it. Full of it. Go for it. So that's a wisdom plus your proficiency. Yeah. Maybe he went to acting school and that's all this is. It's a 16. He seems genuine. Like he, he looks very nervous and the fact that he's unarmed, and I think, like, you think this kid is a bit naive, perhaps, following you guys out here. Like, he must have been in the wilderness for, like, three days following you at, at such yeah, a pace. Yeah, this is Paw Patrol. What is this, some kind of kid's adventure story? Yeah, hold on. All right. Paw <laughs> Patrol, Paw Patrol team meeting. Huddle up. <laughs> Pause in. He sort of stands there looking quite sheepishly. I say we kill him. <laughs> what? Why? If we kill him, we'll have the whole family after us. We could send him down the trap door. No, I think we hold on to or, him. Or actually, hold on. I revised my I revised my <laughs> suggestion. We have him tag along, and if things go south, we have a pretty juicy hostage. Exactly. So does he have anyone with him? Um, or is make it just a, him. Make, make a wisdom check to see if you look around or if you've got notice. Notice. <laughs> I got a fifteen on my notice. Oh, I got a sixteen. Ooh. Oh, Nat 20. Wow, us. very good. You are instantly, um, and you are on edge, because, you know, after that shit with the ticks, you're like, no, no. And, <laughs> and this village is off-putting. It's unnerving that he, he and whatever this other creature is in the storehouse are the only things you've seen in days that have come from it. So you look around, making sure it doesn't look like anyone else is with him. This, this kid has, has somehow followed you out all the way to Elendonk from his home home castle home manor even look the kid's naive and kind of an idiot but we may need a ho uh, hostage and providence provides we have our hostage right now i mean i'm in not against case, that can fight with us yeah next next step we use the hostage to blackmail the dopamine family and then we take control of pugmire boom <laughs> cats win suck my dick hang on <laughs> i can still hear you i look i just want to find out what my father is up to i I can fight. Um, I went to I went to military school, so I I can do it. But honestly, I just I just want to find out information. And you you, the poor patrol seems to. Well, I heard they know what they're doing. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. When there's trouble, we'll be there on the double. <laughs> Paw patrol. I mean, sure. Um, please, please let me come with you. I think for now it wouldn't hurt to let him tag along. I'm okay with him tagging along. I snarl and begrudgingly agree. So you you let Grolf uh, come into your party as well. And he's, yes. he genuinely seems relieved. Like he, like I said, like he seemed like almost sweating nervously, but didn't know how to sort of approach this. So 
again with that hiding thing, but he's like, Oh, thank goodness. Okay. What did you find? This trap door. Your first task is to tell us what's behind it. <laughs> oh, I, I can do that. Groff. Yeah? Don't don't admit that you had no plan. Two. Benji, oh. stop telling him everything we know. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Mr. Posh Allen. And unless anyone stops him, he will go to open the trap door. No, that's fine. So he sort of lifts it and uh, pushes it back. And you can see it drops down. Having a quick glance, he sort of pucks his head into it. And he says, I th- there seems to be lots of wooden shelves down there. Like, I think there's like some folders, but they seem to be burnt and scattered. And then there's a tunnel leading away down towards the south. But that's all I can see. All right, let, 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 a, profession, let a professional take a look. I'll roll <laughs> of course, of, co- of course, Mr. Posh Allen. Okay, I, I assume I see the same stuff. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Out of the way. All right, good job. Turn. Good job, kid. I have a natural 20. You see all what I just said, but in perfect detail. It, in those, perfect detail. You can, you can see that there are quite a few folders that look torn and burnt, like almost like it was like a secret hideaway for certain files, but they're all been burnt. And you, maybe if you drop down into it, you can see that there's just no information to be got from there. You can't read any of the details. And like I said, there is, there is a tunnel leading down to the south. I'm just like, all right, kid, maybe, maybe they taught you something. What's that, Mr. Posh Allen? How to actually use your eyes. It's good. <laughs> you know how to use it. I, I do. I've, I've, got, I've got quite decent sight. Yes. So, the yeah. Um, there was the schoolhouse, too. But also, do we really want to chase this unknown creature? Uh, I'm, da- I'm down for either. Could these um, lead to the mine? I thought the mine was farther to the north. Because otherwise we would have passed it, right? Because it's north yeah, of Pugmire. Yeah, so Elendonk is is like the closest village to it. It'd probably take another half day's travel to get to the mine. Because oh. it's, yeah, it's like basically where they would stay and then go to work in the morning and come home in the evening. Well, this shadow figure might know what happened to this village. It could either be an attacker or a previous citizen, maybe. Or both. What a twist. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I think we should follow the tunnel. Okay, I'm guessing the the other two will follow and agree? Yep. So who's going first in the tunnel? I suppose I will. Benji, then... Then Kona. Kona? Then Charles. Then Charles. Paul Charlin, do you want to put Grolf in front of you? Yeah, we'll put Grolf in front of me. Yeah, don't let that shit run away. As you slowly start to make your way down this tunnel, it is quite... Not tight, but it's definitely getting... You can tell it's been sort of... um, dog maid essentially so it's been like using paws and stuff rather than a natural maid phenomenon so you go through the tunnel and suddenly as you get there benji you're the one that feels it suddenly above you there looks like to be a um his spike gate that comes crashing down from the ceiling i need everyone to make a wisdom or a dexterity saving throw and i will roll for Groff. not good for Groff. now i get like a crazy bonus to this because of my cat like reflexes right uh, sure. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I did better than Katie, but still not <laughs> great. All right. Kona, the most nimble of all of us, also <laughs> in real life. Those who got below a 10, you're going to take this full damage. Those who passed get half. So, Grolf and Charles and Posh Allen take three points of piercing damage. Yeah, I rolled quite poorly. And then Kona and Benji 
you take one point as you you manage to you see it coming and just scoop out the way. This gate crashes down from the ceiling and cuts you off from the storehouse behind you. So I wonder why the shadowy creature, if they would have gone this way, would not have activated this. I mean, can I do a notice check and like look on the ground to see if I see like a tripwire or something like something that caused it to activate that we could yeah, do it, yeah, do a notice check, yeah. No. Um, if there was, it's not there now. Right. Well, I actually, I just, I just lied to the group. I'm like, well, there was like a, a wire here, so they must have <laughs> known where it was, and they, they jumped over it, but we didn't, so we tripped it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. As you keep going through the tunnel, you can see it starts to split off into two branches, one going to the left and one going to the right. And it's actually quite dark at this point, um, so you're finding it really difficult to, to see very far in front. Doesn't one of you have a torch? I do. Benji? You gonna light it up? Might as well. Alright, you light it up. The light goes about 30 feet, so you can now see that the tunnel splits off into two uh, two paths. One to the left and one to the right. If I wanted to look for tracks on the ground... Mm-hmm. Do for me. If you've got it, it's a survive check. If not, just straight wisdom. No. Oof. oof. Yeah, you, <laughs> you look down and yeah, this... From what you can tell before, it's just, it's very hard to see any, it's like almost good, it's almost good stone. It's stone, essentially, so you can't see any tracks or anything. So, which path are you guys going to take? Can we hear anything? Smell anything? Wisdom checks if people want to do that, or notice if they've got that. I got a 12. I got a 13. 22. So you also take, you take a moment to listen. Even Benji... And Posh Allen, maybe each of you go to one of the one of the tunnels and really listen. You can't hear anything, and it's really unnerving. Like there's no sound of running water. There's no sound of air whooshing through the tunnel. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. All right, the smartest thing to do is to split the party. But I don't want to go with <laughs> I don't want to go with Grolf because I hear his family is racist against cats, so I don't trust that. Oh well, if you say so, Mister Posh Allen. Like I I think. Most cats are, are good. Some of my best friends are cats. Oh, yeah. We're going to whip uh-huh. that out, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do whatever you, whatever you think's best. I just don't want to be alone with him. I don't think we should split the party. I don't think so. Okay, fine. Hmm. Which way? Left or right? Even we go left. Odd we go right. Okay. You're rolling for it? It's odd. It's, odd. it's right. So you start moving your way forward. And the small earthen cavern is barely six feet tall and looks like it was recently hewn with much of the tunnel's system. The cavern appears empty and there is a crumbling stone staircase at the opposite end of the room. So you guys are sort of at the entranceway of this small cavern currently. Does the staircase go up or down? Down. All right. I said we go back and just go down the other tunnel and see, because who knows where the staircase could lead. I agree. Okay. We should go see if that's a dead end or lead somewhere else that we can investigate real quickly and then come back here and follow this one down. Mm. So you go back and turn around the corner and then you go down the left-hand passage. Um, this is a moderately sized earthen cavern with no visible exits. There are two bedrolls here that have not been uh, used in weeks and the remains of a cooking stove. I, no I want to take the cooking stove. Okay. Uh, make a wisdom check for me, um, Posh Allen. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, oops, that should be plus one. 21. 
bloody hell, a natural 20. As you're trying to like investigate like the stove to try to see like, mm, yeah, I could take it. Oh, you see faint paw prints um, along the floor around these bedrolls leading to the um, to the eastern wall. And you, with that natural 20, you recognize those prints for some reason of your backstory or the, for the narr- sake of the narrative. You recognize the paw prints as badger paw prints. What did I what did I say? <laughs> it's not the cat's fault. It's some other animal making us look bad. They're playing on all the stereotypes that the dogs have about cats. And as you as you sort of follow where the paw prints go, you actually see one of the walls is actually a heavy rock and you think you can move it, but it will take a lot of strength to do so. Alright, that's not me. Uh Kona Benji. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of you can roll with advantage. Yep, that first roll is much better. Benji, you sort of like crack your paws, maybe do your neck, and then you just you just fucking hulk out essentially, and you push the rock. And it takes a little time, and you eventually roll it away from the door, and you see the following: you see a curving tunnel leading to a small storeroom with a single well-defined tunnel leading off to the east. The sides of the room are stocked with small crates of non-perishable goods such as jerky, nuts and dried berries, all packed for travel. Beyond the food, there are a few bedrolls and several sets of dark-coloured travel clothes. The eastern tunnel extends for roughly 20 feet before ending in an elaborate door. Firmly set into the wall and covered with looping designs, it's instantly apparent to all of you that the door has no handle and no keyhole. Okay, one, I want to take a set of travel clothes just in case I need them. Well, you should definitely grab snacks. So yeah, you can you can put in a few days' rations. And there seems to be quite a lot here. So like enough for the whole town? Hmm. I, you, at a glance, you don't think it's enough for the whole town, but definitely for at least 10, 15 people? For, for at least a couple days. It's not like a year's supply of, uh, of food or anything. My thought is all these people moved underground. And have this secret hidden city underneath. I don't know what's up. I mean, we should just stock up on some rations. I'm grabbing the extra set of clothes. Mm-hmm. Then do we check out that other storeroom, or do we continue on to the ornate door? We're in the... I thought we were in the other storeroom. That's where this oh, stuff was. We? And then the door is leading out of this storeroom, right? In the east wall, yes. It's like a small tunnel and then an elaborate door with no handle and no lock. Yeah, so we're in the storeroom. That's where we grabbed the stuff that yeah. we went to the yeah. door and saw it. Exactly. Uh, what are you thinking, Kona? Just long for the right at this point. Yeah, but you're our search dog. I am kind of a search dog, but I don't know what to search for. So I'll, 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 I can say it again. So there's always crates, which seem to be stuffed full of uh, non-perishable food. Mm-hmm. There is a couple of bedrolls, um, some dark travel clothing, and then this tunnel, the eastern tunnel that r- roughly extends for about 20 feet for this this elaborate door is set into the stone. And like I said, there's no handle and there's no um, keyhole in it. Can we try to brood it open? I guess I'll search for clues or hidden items. Okay, yeah. Make a search check for me, please. What were you saying, uh, Benji? Can we try and brute that door open? Uh, yeah, you can definitely try. I, what, you're just going to bash it through? Pretty much. I rolled a 16. I'll describe this first before, and then, yeah, Benji, fine. you can call me a strength check. So yeah, you just find more of his food, and you, you get the intense impression that this was packed for people 
mm-hmm. if they need to leave in a hurry. And there's definitely enough for with the stuff that you've taken. Maybe you've taken like at least four persons worth of food and and sort of rations and whatnot. And yeah, Grolf doesn't take anything. He sort of just stood back watching you guys work. You get the distinct impression that this is just in case an emergency happens and people need to leave. Knew something like this was going to happen. Does it look like it's like a remainder of people that like after people took stuff or does it look like this is the pile in its entirety? You know what? It looks like it's not been touched at all until you guys came in and touched it. Okay. So Benji, you rolled an 11. You, yep. What are you, are you trying to like, are you trying to find a handle or are you just trying to like, I'm just trying to brood it open. Okay. So you run it into the door and you hit it, and it doesn't budge, and you hurt your shoulder real bad. You take five oh, points of sort of uh, bludgeoning damage as you like. It feels like you're just absolute rock. It's like, can't get through it. One, I want to tell Grof to take take a couple of days worth of rations so he has food, or we might need it. Are, are you sure, Mister Posh Allen? It's it's not mine. It's somebody else's. Yeah, uh, they're but not they're probably here. dead, which means it's nobody's. It's Wait, now it's they're, ours. they're dead. That, that's awful. Uh, probably. Oh, Mr. Posh Allen, I don't feel comfortable taking dead people's things. Do dead people eat food? Okay, then I give him the rations I took and say, here, here's life person things. And then I just take more from the pile. <laughs> oh, 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 Mrs. Kona, I don't, I genuinely don't feel comfortable with this and you'll it, put it on the floor. I, I don't, I didn't think that pioneers would work like this. I, I have to be honest. Pioneers gotta eat. And we're kind of stuck right now. Yeah, we don't know how long we're going to be here. That's true. We have no way out. We could be in these tunnels for days. But there was a staircase in in the in the other in the other. And that could lead to more tunnels. This could all just be a tunnel simulator. <laughs> oh, do you think so, Mr. Posh Allen? I've never oh. heard of. Maybe. Okay, well, you go check out that staircase and tell us where it goes. Um, well, I, surely that's the Paw Patrol's job. <laughs> yeah, she was kidding. He was. Oh, kidding. I, 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 I sorry, I'm not very good at humor, Mr. Posh Allen. Dobermans. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to investigate this door. Yeah. Okay. With Benji having just almost dislocated their shoulder going into it, you can make it make whatever investigation at advantage. I'll let you do one of you do that. It's a wisdom or a search. I've got a plus two to wisdom. Oh, sounds like sounds like Connor is the one checking out this door yes. for us. You do it at advantage because Benji kind of blasted into the door. I'd also say so. You have currently in. In the fortune bowl as well, you currently have two tokens. You can always take a token to re-roll if you wish to. Nineteen. Ooh, just what you needed. I mean, you're sort of like you push Benji out of the way and you start sniffing at it and like find like looking around. And you realize that this is firmly set into the rock. There is no opening mechanism for this door. It actually is Damn just it. stuck into the rock. But then looking at the floor and looking around, you see that there is actually like the shelves are going as high as the ceiling, you see there is a switch hidden into one of the northern walls to one of the things, and you click it, and the shelves move and open into another tunnel. The Oink. shelves move? The shelves move. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. I mean, we got two tunnels. I don't care which one we take. I will lead the way through the shelf tunnel. All right. All right, shelf tunnel it is. So this well-defined sloping, uh, upward sloping tunnel leads out of the Warren to the north, away from Elendong. And you sort of get out and you find this exit in an expertly hidden small copse of trees, about half a mile or so to the north. So it goes past Elendong and closer to the mines, and you've found an exit. 
Hmm. Yay. I say we go back and check out the other tunnel that we... Uh, well, let's just... I, I just want to do a quick, like, search or a quick notice check just to, like, look around this area and see if it looks like somebody's been through here recently. Uh, that that would be more of a survive if you're looking for, like, tracks. And... I'll do it. I guess, so... I guess I'll just do a notice check to see if I notice anything else. Like, if I see... Notice where we are, tell how far away we are, see if I yeah. can see the mine or something like that. Yeah, if you can see the mine, yeah, absolutely, that's the mine's check. Uh, 23. I got a 20 on mine. So, Kona, with your unnatural 20, you have a look through here. There's no uh, paw prints in the, sort of the soil or the ground leading off anywhere. You seem to be the only people that have come through here recently. Posh Allen, you sort of look out. See, you can't see the mines from here. Uh, but you can see sort of um, a mountain in the distance sloping up, and you would assume the mine would be towards that direction. Can we, can we still um, see the town at all? So you can see Elendonk is behind you, about half a mile behind you. You can see the buildings and stuff as well. Otherwise, that's it. Okay, so we don't think this shadowy creature came this way? According to Kona's uh, previous role, you don't think anyone else has come through this, um, this escape. I, I trust Kona. Yeah, I do too. So should we go back and try to find the shadow creature? Uh, yes. I think so. I agree. Where are you guys going? Back, uh, to back tunnel? through the tunnel to try the other one. All the way back to the staircase. Not the other tunnel, the staircase. Oh, the staircase. Are, are you going yeah. towards the staircase? Yeah. Yeah, back down the tunnel we were just at, through the shelf door, back over mm -hmm. to the fort down the other path to the staircase. Okay. Can everyone make me a dexterity saving throw? And anyone who's in medium armor does it at disadvantage because it's heavy armor. 21. 18. 7. What's my dexterity? Is it 1? Grolf. Oh, Grolf does not do well. Who got less than a 15? Hi, hi, Captain. Uh, less? Just Brandon. Tied me. 15 is what you needed. Uh, yeah, Grolf didn't get it. So Benji and Grolf, as you're starting walking crew, you suddenly all hear a click and Benji and Grolf fall into a 10-foot deep pit with stakes. They take... <laughs> like, at the stairs or on the way back? Where does this specifically happen at? In the middle of the room. Because I asked where you guys were going and you went straight to the stairs. So you would have crossed Okay, I thought we had already like gone up to the stairs and gone into that room. So never mind. Okay, no. I, I didn't realize we had just sort of seen it and then so, I thought we'd gone into the room. So those who fell into the trap take seven points of piercing damage as they sort of get pierced by these uh, stakes on the ground. Oh, that one health. Nice. Okay, Ooh, so... Ralph isn't feeling great either. One. All right, let's fish him out. And then... How? Uh, did we take rope from that general store? Yeah, there's non-perishable goods, right? They got some rope. Yeah, I have a magnifying glass. Does that help? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a tan point antler. <laughs> yeah, we can get some rope and fish him out, and then I say, I say, we take a short rest after this. Everybody. Yep. Yep. So you you guys get the um, Benji, Benji and Grolf, and Grolf looks very shaken by this, like he wasn't expecting it. So he's just he sort of like just sits on his own, a little bit apart from the group, but he's just sort of quietly. Are you doing it in this? Uh, central this this chamber or are you going to go back into the a different room? room yeah we could I mean, go to the ration I, room do we well, do we want to go do we want to go all the way back out like outside of that other tunnel back out into the woods so we can kind of not be like we don't know where people are going to be like maybe somebody comes back up these stairs or somebody comes to try and check in the ration room to like reset the you know close the door or something but like if we go all the way back out to the woods maybe it's harder to get snuck up upon or something you know 
like we're sort of farther away. So maybe somebody is like coming out from the thing. You know, we don't know who else is in this complex. We don't know how big it is, this tunnel system. So maybe we want to go all the way back out to the woods. My concern with leaving is that if there is this shadow creature kind of trapped below like we are, then if there's another way out, they're going to take that. But if we stay in the ration room, then maybe they have to kind of try and sneak past us. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I want them to try and get past us because we don't know if they bring reinforcements. I'd rather us be outside of that known exit. And then if they leave, we can follow them. But we don't have to necessarily fight them if we're not ready yet. Whereas like the shadow figures can go back with 20 people. You know what I mean? But if we can just be in the woods and just hide and then we go, well, we can't take that. Let's just follow them. For the rash room, we have no choice. We have to fight them. Or so we at least them. know that this city had some form of exit plan. Yeah, so, but if we're in the woods, we can at least see if anyone comes out there. Otherwise, we know they're still down farther in this tunnel system. Unless there's another exit somewhere else. Right, but that still involves going farther down. And we will never know if they left or not until we discover that other exit. But if we're outside of the tunnel system, we're in the woods, we can still hide. If we go, that's too many people, we're not ready to fight them. We can still hide. But if we're inside here and they have to walk past us, we're screwed. They, have, You know, we're going to get fought. I'm okay with the woods. Yeah, we can go to that known exit. So you make your way out. Maybe uh, Grawl is sort of behind you, looking a little bit sad, you know, but very quiet to himself, feeling a bit disappointed that he didn't spot the trap. Make your way outside to the woods. Should be disappointed. Bad boy. <laughs> no, that's not true. He shouldn't be disappointed. Our seasoned adventurer Benji didn't spot it either. So, hey. <laughs> Don't yeah, but I'm a fucking that. brute, so... Wait, 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 off. why are you This is your up first... Kid? <laughs> ah, I'm trying to help him out. Okay. I just, you know what? He's got a bad family upbringing being racist against cats, but that wait, doesn't mean that he's a bad dog. No, hang on, look, I, I know you're trying to help me feel better, Mr. Posh Allen, but I really... You're right, I am, and I'm glad it's working. I know... <laughs> I just, I don't know what's wrong with my father. Maybe he is a massive racist, maybe he's not. But I just, I just want to find out what's going on. And so far, I've just been in several underground rooms. I got hit by a, a spike. Um, and then you, I got... You didn't dislocate your shoulder running into the wall. You're doing better than our companion over here. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Benji was clearly using his, his, his most impressive talent to go first. And I, I applaud that valor. I really do. Look, kid, I ain't the brightest. <laughs> oh, don't do yourself down, there's Mr. No, there's Benji. There's no but to that. That's just the end of the sentence. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so you go outside. Uh, you can take a short rest. So using your stamina die, you can re regain hit points. So it's, you roll it plus your constitution. You can either use it for, for hit points or you can use it for spell slots. And uh, Graf will do the same. And during that time, so you maybe spend an hour there, and maybe you, you are keeping an eye on the exit, uh, you don't see anything. That's good, because I'm only at half health after spending my hit die for the day. You know what, during this during the short rest, I want to ask Gruff, I want to be like, hey, what, do you, what else do you know about this town and like the history? Like, How long has it been supplying iron to your family? How long have you guys been in Like, What do you know about this town? Oh, well, it's... It's been the, the the iron mines itself have been in the Doberman family for generations. We've um we've always sought iron from here. 
you did you know there's there's actually um there's three types of Doberman. There's uh, red, there's black, and there's uh, there's, uh, there's uh, blue. And the blue ones control sort of the, the more the well we're more the um the politicians and the sort of the people that take charge sort of in in a in a, in a pugmire. And then the the red ones, well, you've seen them about in the in the military district. They were sort of help with the the troops there. And then uh, the the black Dobermans, well, they're the ones who control the business up here in um in Ellendonk. So actually, I don't really know that much about what they do here. But we've all, it's always been in our family. So it's and it's we've not had any, from my knowledge, we've not had any disruption within our supply lines. But it, like I said, ever since I got home from school, my parents have been acting really strangely about this whole business. Uh, Follow up question. Why'd you go home from school? Like term was done or like what? They just canceled classes. You taking online classes now? Is that it? No, no, I, I'm at classes via I, parchment, like pigeon no, classes. No, I'm, I'm in, um, I'm in the water dog port. I, it's a military school. I, I was, my father asked me to go there. I, I've never been one for sort of military esque things, but you know, you got to carry on the legacy, as it were. So I, I, I was there, and and then we've just finished for the, for the season, and I've come home for the holidays. So at least Pugmire has been spared the global pandemic. So that's good. <laughs> Something, something happy at least. Um, what is what is the next plan of action, Paul's Patrol? <laughs> I mean, now that the, that that trap has been sprung, we could always try going down the the stairs. We just need to, I guess, go round the sides of the, the of that chamber so we don't fall in it again, right? We could, but we could ask our all-knowing NPC friend here for more exposition <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I honestly, Mr. Fancy Allen, no, Mr. Posh Allen, Mr. Posh Allen, I, I would happily talk to you about the affairs of Pugmire and the Doberman family, but I really must insist that we find out what is going on here. Okay, lead the way. Well, hang on, pause with Paul. No, I think Kona, Kona is very good at leading the way. Right. I am the best at leading the way. Not, has never managed to fall into a trap like Benji. I am the goodest girl. I am the dumbest boy. <laughs> so what's the plan then? Are you going back into the into the cavern? Heck yeah. Yeah, I think Heck so. Yeah. yeah. And go down right. the stairs. Going down the stairs. Alright. So you go downstairs into a room that is ancient and crumbling. The stairs seem to end abruptly into a low, uh, into a newly laid but very solid looking wall. There doesn't seem to be anything here. Like compared to the rest of the um, tunnels, this definitely has the scent or the stench, even of like, like mold and sort of like, you know, when something's not been disturbed for a while, is that sort of that sort of pang in the air of like dust and time? That's what it feels like here. Like nothing's been touched at all. Now I'm going to do a notice check. Go for it. Eight. I, I mean, you go up to the to, to the wall. It looks very solid, and you just you you pat it all round and stuff. But yeah, seems to be a dead end. Yeah, I'm going to use the tech magic then. All right, describe what you what you need to know. Uh, for the duration, you can see the presence of magic, the unseen, and creatures under unseen influence within thirty feet of you. Um, I didn't know I was going to see unseen. Well, now that's terrifying, and I regret this. <laughs> uh, if you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any specific invisible invisible creature or object in the area that bears magic. The spell cannot be used, so I can sense the magic, and then once I sense it, I can hone in on it and see specifically where it's coming from. It looks like. 
So yeah, you sort of take a moment to focus yourself, um, you know, closing both your eyes, maybe putting your paws together, taking a big breath in and then breathing out and seeing like there's almost like a vibration in the air as you sort of do your sort of radar S type thing. And within 30 feet, there is nothing magical here. Well, I'm stumped. We give it a good shot, guys. So we've exhausted all options of paths that this thing could have gone down, correct? Apparently so. Unless there's another one in here somewhere. I know. Should I search the room? Yes. That's 21. You notice, um, searching the room, there's nothing in this room, but coming up to this wall, you can sense with that really good roll, some of the stones in the wall, you press one and it goes in a little bit. And you're having a look around, you, you can see a couple of them you think could go in, but you're not entirely sure. And they're all different colours, these stones in the wall. There's some greys, there's some uh, some blacks. There's some greys, there's some other greys, there's some other greys, because dogs are colourblind, so there's even more greys. Well, actually, when dogs get alleviated, there are certain uh, defects, perhaps, so like, for example, pugs with their sort of bad breathing and stuff, it gets um, eliminated because they find ways to get around but it. do they stop looking so ugly? <laughs> That's very Aww. mean. But there, so it is assumed that all old dogs and cats can see in color in Pugmire. Oh, hooray. Do any of these look like, I would assume that this is underground, kind of abandoned-esque, that there'd be quite a bit of dust on the wall. Can I notice which bricks maybe look like they've been disturbed? Yeah, sure, go for it. Uh, that would be a 21. Looking at the wall, you can actually see quite a couple of them have been disturbed, but it's bizarre in a way. Like, it's not like a group of one color, it's like a group of several different colors have been like touched or not touched. And you can see, like, not paw prints perhaps, but like definitely like marks where people or somebody has been pressing them. So, do we think there's an order? Can I just try pushing the ones that look like they've been? You can certainly do that, yeah. Yeah, we do that. Are you pressing all that you see, or are you just going to press a couple of them? I'm going to start by pressing one. Okay, you press one. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. I'm going to press another one. Nothing happens. Press all of them. <laughs> yep, yeah, you just go mad, press them all, nothing yeah. happens. Um, okay, so there's clearly an order that this needs to be done. Is there markings on the stones or anything like that? Nope, nothing like that. Not with your roll from before. Does my roll notice markings on the stones that have no. been disturbed? No. Uh, okay, what colors specifically? There's a whole range of different colors. There's grays, there's... Right, but which dark. ones? All of what? What colors specifically? There's so many colors. Gray, which ones black, brown, reds. They've all been touched. Even, even more so that Charles has done it. I want to know each of the colors that has been touched. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the colors. I touch all the gray ones that look like they'd been disturbed. Okay. Nothing happens. I touch all the red ones that look like they've been disturbed. Nothing happens. All the brown ones. Nothing happens. While they're doing this, all I just beige ones. chew on my antler. There's no there's no beige ones. You chew on the antler. <laughs> Is there like a, a royal family like color stuff? There's like a Doberman color. Ooh. What if there's Doberman colors? We have got all the colors of like the Doberman family, like oh, there are. I mean, so there's stuff. red, blues, and blacks there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's try the all the black ones. Okay. Well, let's do all the blacks and reds and blues. They got all types. Well, let's start but with who's the in black, charge? and we can add to it. So you press all the black ones. 
Yes. Blackstones, nothing yes. happens. And then all the red ones. Nothing happens. And then add in all the blue ones. Nothing happens. So pressing all the black, reds, and blues, nothing happens? Nothing happens. Okay, just the red ones. <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> just the blue ones. Nothing happens. Crawls okay, now just the... Okay, now what just the, the blues and reds do what it's gonna do. Scroll <laughs> sort of it's taking and watching you, all of you put puzzled over this wall. I don't wish to speak out of line, uh, Paw Patrol. But... Speak. Okay. Maybe maybe the answer's not in this room. Maybe we should go look for it. Oh, did you go to Pigeon College to figure that out? <laughs> Sorry, it was just a suggestion. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt Paul's control. Please go continue pressing okay, random don't buttons. Don't apologize to him. Don't and apologize where, to her. Girl where do you think we should go look? In, in which room? Well, we didn't really look... Well, when I fell into the trap, I know I made a big bit of a yelp and stuff, and so did Mr. Mr. Benji. But we didn't really stay in that room very long. I don't know if we... We should have looked in there a bit more, perhaps? Okay, Wait, the NPC is, is telling this... us to go there, so we should go there. Oh, you're right. We went to the <laughs> Hey, Benji. Go climb down that pit very carefully again to see if there's anything down there. Yeah, try not Besides to dislocate your shoulder. Bite me. <laughs> I continue chewing my antler while you idiots scrum. <laughs> go back and forth. Edgy, go check out the spikes. Yeah, you didn't pee down there, so like you better go mark that area. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're myself when I fell in. <laughs> while you're down there, look for yeah, signs. Yeah, was down there too, so you kind of both claimed it. You better go yeah, solidify I, I, that. I, I was very, yeah. I was very properly injured when shit. I went down there. You know, I think Grolf kind of peed himself a little bit while he was no, down there. I did not. Mr. Charles, I, I are you gonna allow that, Benji? I mean, Mr. Charles, Mr. Charles, I didn't, I, I did not. I, I am an honor. I'm a member of the Dublin Havel. We do not wet ourselves. Oh, what? So you're noble, so you don't pee places sometimes? No, Come I on. do not. Yeah. Groff's just trying to save face, but word of the street, Benji, is that he did piss himself. <laughs> Are you going to go mark down there or not, Benji? I just shake my head and go back to chewing on my bone. I'm taking the antler from Benji. Okay. <laughs> Do a do, no, 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 no! You can't just take it. Do a strength off because it's going to be a, a, a pissing contest, right? So you need to roll strength checks. No, but Kona is like twenty times size. I, well, well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah, unfortunately, this isn't real life. But in real life, Kona oh. can do whatever no, she you. wants to Benji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Benji's like no, I growl at you no. and snap. So I make eye contact with Benji at the door to this room. uh Oh. And I Dude. lift my leg and I pee a little. Oh dear! <laughs> and I say, "This is mine now." I growl. And then I scratch my feet and kick up dirt in this room, and I say, "This is really mine." It's a very good point you've put there. So, Benji, are you going against that personality trait? I, I see it. I plan to mark it as soon as we leave the room, <laughs> okay. but I'm I'm not giving in to their Fine. taunts. All right, so, so you know okay. Okay, I got a plan for this. So, All right, I Charles... will go back to that pit no, room. No, no, shut up. Our attempts, shut up. our attempts to peer pressure. <laughs> I got this. Are not no, working. I got you can, this. You can keep on doing it. I'm just going back. Okay. I'm like Groff. Groff has just left. <laughs> okay, you two leave. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's leaving with me. My weekend with Groff. You get him <laughs> next weekend. Charles is known for wandering as he does his business. Mm-hmm. So Charles is going to walk around Benji and produce a circle okay. <laughs> of piss around him in an effort to try and like 
frustrate him enough where he has to start marking everything. Fine. <laughs> so now you have a ring of piss around you. <laughs> so I, I do that, and then I continue my eye contact, and I back out of the room. Mm-hmm. And along the hallway, I just continue to mark along the hallway all the Fine. way to that pit. Fine. Done. Easy enough. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, Charles has a lot. <laughs> it's not like to move on the narrative somewhat. <laughs> as soon so. as they leave the room, I put my uh, my antler away and I start pissing on all the spots. <laughs> and I will end by lifting my leg over the pit and peeing into it. You all eventually, through one way or another, <laughs> come back to the pit room. As a general suggestion... Who would like to search this room? I'll Kona. search the room. <laughs> yeah, Conan's our designated searcher. Yeah, yeah, I'm the search and rescue dog here. All right, go for uh, it. It's a 13. That wasn't very good. You, uh, maybe avoiding this whole pissing contest type thing, <laughs> take on the suggestion of Grolf and have a look round, you know, round the pits and around the corners where you went. And you actually do find faint footprints leading to a hastily replaced secret passageway on the northern wall of this thing. There seems to be a cleverly hung sort of burlap cloth representing the earth's urban walls that sort of cover over this sort of uh, tunnel. And as you sort of sweep it to the side, you can see this tunnel leading off to the north. Okay. I'm gonna go through the the curtain thing okay. and follow the tunnel. Anyone gonna go with? Or are you just gonna sit there? I, I, I see Kona go and follow. <laughs> okay, everyone goes. As you step in, you see two badgers in the back of this large chamber. Oh, they are standing guard in front of a dozen thin, half-starved cats, all of them cowering and trying to keep quiet. The cats are cowering to the badgers? No, so the badgers are stood, two badgers are stood in front of them, uh-huh. And about half a so dozen. So the badgers cats. are the starving. The answer is yes. The cats are cowering. The band- the badgers are like on guard. Yeah, but they're not cowering to the badgers. The badgers are stood in front of them. Oh, like the badgers are either protecting them or keeping them prisoner. We don't know yet. Well, you all sort of get that they are. They have their weapons out and are looking at you. They haven't moved yet. They are just standing ready. What's going on here? One of the badgers, sort of a well, looks like a sort of the slightly taller. Uh, sort of a broader one, uh, sort of rasp outside. Look, I don't know who you are, especially you, and sort of points at you, saying, I don't trust anyone that has that symbol upon them. And of course, you remember you're wearing that yep. studded leather armor, or the battered leather armor, sorry, with the Doberman oh, symbol. Yeah. Says, I don't know who you are, but you need to turn around and go back to Hendrik and tell him you can stop sending the dogs here to try and kill us. Even if you succeed, others will come. And everyone will know just what kind of dog he really is. Okay, Henrik's the uh, the father, correct? And I, I, I retort, oh, these rags, I found them upstairs and threw them on because I didn't have anything. I was naked and afraid. <laughs> yes. Ha, a likely story. Let me see it to a television near you. Yeah, don't tell them about Groff, the son of him. <laughs> Groff is very quiet at the back. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, stay back there. The cats behind are literally shaking. Like, you see maybe a young, sort of, like, barely a kitten. Uh, barely They're out hungry. of being a kitten. Oh, they look hungry. And they, they are shaking, like, hiding behind them. They look pretty starved and scared. I mean, there are a lot of rations, like, up there. They, are, they seem to be scared of you. 
Can I? I'm gonna. I want to offer him a day's worth of the rations that I have. The the badger says, "Stop right there! Don't you come any closer! Whatever it is, just put put it down. Put it down." Okay, Posh Allen, time to work your magic. Look, I'm just saying. There were a lot of rashes that you guys have access to. You don't have to be starved. Like, clearly, the badgers did not think this one through. There is plenty of food here, and they're withholding it from the cat. <laughs> the badger snarls it. <laughs> did you actually try eating it? No, because we have our own rations. We haven't gotten to it yet. You found that secret room, then? <sighs> I knew I wasn't careful enough with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we found that secret room. I'm assuming he's talking about the one with the rations. Ah, uh, the rashes sounds like they must be poisoned then. You maybe look down on it, and actually, as you go to sniff it and maybe take a bite out of the jerky, you tell it's completely plastic. <gasps> oh, it's money! Dude. Yeah, this is cash! Good thing I put a few day rations in my, uh, bag. I don't look, know I don't care what about. you want. You you need to get out of here, or we will kill you. You can't have these I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna change my rucksack from a few plastic coins <laughs> to a few, few plastic coins. <laughs> What do you want from us? We don't want anything. We, we don't just want, want to you. know what's happening. We don't want the cats. We were we were Wait, hired what? to come here and figure out what was going on. Uh, well, what do you think is going on? It looks like someone's persecuting you. Yeah, I mean, look, if I'm going to be honest, what it looks like is you're holding a bunch of cats prisoner right now. Like, if I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, uh, it's not looking know. real good for you. Like, it looks like you're starving them. Like, I mean, look. I just starving. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying we've rescued them. Yeah, but they that's were... not what it where'd, looks like. Where'd you rescue them from? Yeah, dude. Yeah, the you, know, you got you to worry about you got to worry about the court of public opinion here. You know, not us. <sighs> we don't need to answer to you. It's just simply too much at stake. The, the... Why is okay. the town empty? The town. You really don't know what's going on, do you? Yeah, no. No. And <laughs> we why we're trying to figure it we out? We just had a pissing match back there. Please enlighten us. <laughs> Henrik sent you here, right? To sort out a little cat problem? Yeah. Uh, he didn't specify, but yeah. He specified cat problem. I interpreted cat as mouse. Yeah, we were a little... Um, skeptical. Distracted. Skeptical of... We were, we were open. We were open to it being any race. Okay. Okay, you, you, God, he really, he really was, he was really scraping the barrel, wasn't he, with you lot? Yes, it's something yes, like that. Yes, he was. <laughs> look, 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 I, you clearly need to be kept to speak. Got it. Be sending people like you around here. Look, a couple of years ago, the Dobermans thought they could be more productive and make the mines more efficient if they just, well, enslave the entire mine. Workers are trapped there in the mines. Like, what was the point in having a village? So those who who were, weren't miners were told to either get out or kept, keep silent or be enslaved. So they removed work from their own Doberman family. Well, not, not everyone can work. Uh, children, uh, the weak, the elderly. Regardless, they set up this man-damned cat conservation society where any poor cat or, or, or any sort of non-dog could go to their doors and be given a chance of a new life. Little did they know the new life would be slave labour. And, well, we managed to rescue these poor poor creatures in the last couple of days, and we were planning to, to head on out there and, and get back to Pugmire and, and let people know the news, but, well, our plans are keep getting thwarted. Myself and Levi, we were, we've been here for a couple of weeks trying to work out a way into the mines, and, and well, groups of mercenaries, people that, like you, Henrik must have heard of us, 
and heard that we were trying to help, so he sent two mercenary groups out there. We managed to dispatch the first group, and then the second one couldn't find the storehouse. And you see Levi sort of like is looking quite quietly, he hasn't spoken yet at all, He's looking quietly at his feet. A sort of sh- smaller male badger. I guess my question is, can I use sense motive on Levi to see if I can yeah. get an inkling of why he is... Definitely. Oh, that's a 15. Now that you look at him, there he is being very quiet, and he, he doesn't seem to be, like, nervous around you, per se. Like, he obviously was ready to fight you, but you can tell he's sort of looking between you and the female badger, mostly concentrating on the female badger, uh, and it's sort of, like... I guess the word I'm trying to think of is like believing every word she says, like with pure sincerity. He believes her a lot and is very distrustful of you. I guess that's the best way to put it. Hmm. Can you do that same thing on on the female badger? I mean, anyone can do it on the female badger. It doesn't have to be oh. uh, Kona. So what what would be a motive check? Uh, it's wisdom, I think. I got a fifteen. Yeah, she believes every word she says, and she believes that you have been sent to kill them and this family, and this this sort of group of cats. Um, She's very distrustful of you guys, but it seems to be telling the truth. Okay, well, so you seem genuine. Because I am. You are the ones that are here to kill us. Now, we never said that, did we? The fact you had someone wearing the Doberman livery, and you were sneaking around the, the, the village, well... How can I trust you? Well, we're Paw Patrol. It's what we do. <laughs> I've never heard of you. <laughs> so, how can we prove to you that we are not here to kill you? I'm so glad you asked. Look, there's just simply too much at stake. That There is a way for both me and Levi to make sure, but it's not going to be safe. We heard you traipsing about earlier in this part of the Warren, and it sounds like you went down that staircase that led to the ruin. We think it's from the time of man. We tried to do what man has asked us and recovered what was lost, but there's something else down there. It's waiting. We fled and managed to seal it, but before I left, I saw an artifact. It, lo- it looked like a book, perfectly preserved. When we were sealing up the exit, I made sure to put in a, a hidden switch, just in case we ever needed to enter that horrible place again. Look, here's what I propose to you. I will tell you, the secret way to open that wall. Your party, your pioneers or whatever, goes down into that vault, clears out whatever it is down there, and brings that book back here. If you do that, we can talk further. I pledge our companions here will not leave this place until you return, or until nightfall. Do we have an agreement? Thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against cats. Where'd you get a thumb? <laughs> I want one. Cats have thumbs. Beans. Thumb beans. One one toe bean up. <laughs> so you're in agreement? You'll help them out? I think we see what's down there. So this badger who then introduced herself as Harriet talks through the different sort of uh, combinations of pressing stones in and out to a certain sort of almost like pattern, like almost like Morse code for you to get into this this room. Just be careful. Whatever it is down there, it's it's not good and you need to have your wits about you. Okay, any other information? I don't know, you seem to be... Well, you seem to be pioneers, right? Just do what you normally do. <laughs> Hit things and kill them. Alright, so are you, you're all agreeing to go down, sort out the uh, whatever it is down there. You're gonna go try and find this relic, this artifact? Yeah, buddy. 
Will our heroes ever uncover who is behind the great cat conspiracy? Find out next time on What Am I Rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded and edited by me, Fiona Howitt. This episode's players were Jacob Vokes, Brandon Trent, Katie Trent and Andrew Faulkman. This episode's RPG was Pugmire by Eddie Webb. You can find out more information about Pugmire on their website. That's www.realmsofpugmire.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WAIR underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply.